to head on goal, and Jordan Morris has done it. Appealing in vain for offside, the Chicago Fire defenders. Jordan Morris from the doorstep saves the day for the Sounders. the other way. Look who's running hard after defensively. Wayne Rooney, the net is empty. Big collision by the captain. That is unbelievable effort. Rooney putting one up. Bacosta. Hello and welcome back to Stateside Soccer Show, part of the Stoppage Time Soccer Show podcasting network. Uh, We are going to be recapping the MLS Cup final, uh, which was Columbus Crew versus Seattle Sounders. We'll also be taking a look at some CONCACAF Champions League and all of the off-season player movement that has already begun here in uh, MLS. So... Uh, we have, uh, you know, I wanted to get this out probably a little earlier than I have, but just, you know, how busy uh, I have been with work and things, uh, we're, we're only just now getting to it. But Columbus Crew are your MLS Cup, uh, 25th MLS Cup victors. It's their second MLS Cup win since uh, 2008, second in franchise history, player of the match is Lucas Zellerion, uh, who has been fantastic for them this season, and he scores 25 minutes in uh, to make it 1-0. Then he assists a goal in the 31st minute, uh, as Derek Etienne scores to make it 2-0. And then in the 82nd minute, Lucas Zellerion finishes it to make it 3-0, and he was involved in all of the goals, and it seems like they did not need Darlington Nagby uh, in this match at all. And actually, uh, when we look at the lineup, Aiden Morris was stepping in for uh, some of their defenders that were out. Uh, I think he was taking the Nagby role. And uh, I think Luis Diaz was, was playing the more uh, uh, Pedro Santos role. And... Diaz had an assist, and Aiden Morris played a, a hell of a game there. And unfortunately for the Sounders, they just didn't have it. Uh, when we look at the stats, they had more ball possession, 65 to 35. But when we look at shots, uh, e- even the crew with those 35% possession had 15 shots to Seattle's 13. They had five shots on target. Three of those went in while Seattle only had two shots on target, and it just never really seemed like Seattle had much of a chance. I would have liked Seattle to just get a goal maybe in the second half to put some pressure on uh, Columbus and make it a little bit more interesting there in the second half, but what a performance by Zellerin. Put the team on his back, delivers them their trophy, and hey, you, you can't say much about it. They, uh, they thoroughly deserved it. They started out hot that game, the first, like, 
you know, 15 minutes was was all crew. Uh, Seattle kind of grew into it a little bit, but then Zeller Ryan, like I said, scoring 25 minutes in to make it one uh, nil there, and you know, finish three nil on the night. He was MVP of the uh, of the game for sure, and uh, that is. MLS Cup. Not much to really talk about, uh, other than the three goals. They were they were some pretty good goals we saw in this match. That that uh, third one from the third goal uh, from Zellerai on there was was really fantastic and thoroughly deserved. Caleb Porter ahead of schedule. You know, I think he said usually he wins in his third year. This is his second year, and here they are already winning and probably going to be heavy favorites for next season. But like we know with MLS, it never is that easy. Repeating is very difficult. Alright, um, let's see here. Let's talk some CONCACAF uh, Champions League here. Montreal Impact did beat Olympia in their CONCACAF Champions League matchup, but it was not enough because uh, Olympia was leading 2-1 on aggregate. Uh, Montreal win 1-0, but uh, they lose on away goals. That was Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Um, Amar Sedgik was the uh, was the goal scorer for Montreal there. Uh, New York City FC 0, Tigris 4. Uh, the, the first leg was 1-0, so uh, that, that finishes a 5-0 aggregate. NYCFC just could not get it done. Uh, Tigres is just too good. Four goals there, 30 minutes scored by Pierre uh, Gignac, uh, Andre Pierre Gignac. Uh, 49th minute, Leandro Fernandez. 64th minute, Rafael Caroca, uh, Carioca. And 85th minute, Javier Aquino to make it... Uh, 4-0 on the night, 5-0 aggregate. That was also on Tuesday. On Wednesday, Atlanta beat Club America 1-0, but they had lost the first leg 3-0. Uh, so that finishes 1-3 on aggregate. On his debut, uh, Jackson Conway scored. He is a homegrown player who just signed a deal back on December 3rd, and uh, he was their leading goal scorer in the USL season for Atlanta United 2 uh, he scored in the 82nd minute, but at that point it was just not enough. LAFC, now they did not have a first leg. That was one of the first games canceled due to COVID. So they just did a one-leg play in here. LAFC beat Cruz Azul 2-1. They have now beat two uh, Liga MX teams in this Champions League round here uh, as they uh, had beat Club Lyon in the round of 16. And now they're going to be going to the semifinals here, uh, where they play tonight, uh, the 19th here, Saturday at 10.30 p.m. on FS2 and Univision against Club America. But recapping against Cruz Azul, 15 minutes in, Cruz Azul scored a penalty. Uh, Yoshimar Yotun scored that. 38 minutes in, Carlos Vela scores to make it 1-1. And then 71 minutes in, Quadwo Opoku scores to make it 2-1, and they held on there. So, uh, so LAFC needed to get through a, a third uh, Mexican, Mexican team here to get to the final 
which will be on the 22nd, which is Tuesday, where they would either play Tigress or Olympia in that uh, in that final. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not really feeling real confident about uh, an MLS team winning this season. So of course that'll be the season where it happens. Let's get into some other news here. We had some expansion drafts, some re-entry drafts, some news in uh, Charlotte. And first we'll start with some news on an older team here, Montreal Impact. Uh, they are going to, they announced, this was a rumor before, they announced that they will, and this was on Friday, yesterday, that they announced that they will undergo a major identity change for 2021. I think there was rumors that they were going to be rebranding as Montreal FC. And if that is true, that is a slap in the face uh, because there's better names than just throwing FC on the end of everything or SC on the end of everything or United on the end of everything. But also the Montreal Impact wasn't just around when they joined MLS in 2012. This was a team that has been around since 1992. It was formed for the American Professional Soccer League uh, after the uh, dissolution of the Montreal Supra franchise. So once they joined uh, MLS, they decided to use their old name, kind of like the Portland Timbers and Seattle Sounders, Vancouver Whitecaps did. And this is a brand that's been around for 30-some years now, almost 30 years. And uh, it, it, it just feels... I feel bad for the fans. I feel bad for uh, the club itself. Because... If it is just going to be Montreal FC and, you know, they unveil a new crest and it's probably going to be a circular crest or that has, you know, Montreal FC in there with the with the little uh, Fleur de Lure thing that, uh, that they have, then that's going to be really bland. And, and I will feel sorry for all of the fans that have, you know, stuck it through with the impact since 1992. I'm not sure where the fans land on this right now. I'm not sure if they want a new... Um, if they want a new uh, team name or not, but you know, for me, look at this: uh, the Baltimore Ravens, right? My football team have been around since 1996. They've been around less than the Montreal Impact. If they had changed their name now, that would upset me. So putting it in that lens, that something that's even you know been around less time, but maybe higher profile in the national scene because it's in the NFL. I would be upset if they changed their name. Uh, so I, I'm assuming the Montreal Impact fans are probably not going to be digging in this, uh, especially if it is something bland. If if they if they change it and it's not something bland and there's some sort of history with the Impact, maybe it'll be okay. But I think when we have teams that are this old, we we, we shouldn't be. You know, this is older than MLS's. MLS was founded in '93, but didn't play until '96. You know, this is a team that's been around before MLS. It's very difficult to think that this is going to be uh, kind of a rebranded team here. Um, so again, I, you know, when we look at the names of MLS teams that have joined the league in recent years, we have, what, Charlotte FC that just joined. We have St. Louis uh, City, right? That That's... Uh, they throw an SC? Yeah, St. Louis City SC. So they threw a city in there. They threw the city in there like Orlando City SC. We have the we have uh, some of these other teams here like Inter Miami. 
which is obviously taking it from, at least that's a little different, right? But you have LAFC, uh, FC Cincinnati, Austin FC, Atlanta United FC. There's there's different names out there. NYC FC, Nashville SC, you know, like, we've been kind of bland, and if Montreal's going to go bland there, then they, they better have a heck of a crest, because... Uh, I think their crest isn't that great right now, but it's got to make up for for a bland name. Like at least with like Charlotte FC, their their crest is really nice. St. Louis's crest is very nice. I like Austin's. Um, you know, while it could be a bland name, hopefully the crest makes up for it. But uh, just a shame there. Uh, sticking with Montreal, they acquire uh, Mahalovic from Chicago Fire for up to $1 million in GAM. That's the general allocation money. Um, it could be up to $1 million if performance-based incentives are hit. If not, it's going to be less than that. Uh, the Fire also retained a 10% sell-on fee as well. So if uh, if Mahalovic goes somewhere else, Chicago Fire will get some money as well, even though he's no longer on there. Um the fire received 400,000 in 2021 general allocation money and 400,000 for 2022 general allocation money as well as 200,000 in conditional general allocation money that's where that kicker comes in if the with the um, performances uh, so you know he's the first uh, academy player from chicago to break in the team and make a consistent impact says chicago fire fc sporting director uh, uh, Georg Heights. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, he signed a homegrown deal with Chicago back in 2017. He scored seven goals with 15 assists and 73 season appearances. Um, this year he had two goals and a career high seven assists. So he, he's been playing pretty well recently. So we'll see how that works out for Montreal uh, there. We have um, Chicago, uh, Charlotte FC acquiring Brant Bronico, uh, Brant Bronico from Chicago Fire. So Chicago getting rid of another player there. Uh, and it, the clubs will swap fourth round 2022 MLS Super Draft selections, which is pretty worthless, really. Not, not a lot of comes from the fourth round of the Super Draft at this point. Uh, so he, Bronico has made uh, 66 MLS appearances over four seasons in the league, all with Chicago. He's 25 years old. He only made 10 appearances and three starts in 2020. They declined uh, his contract uh, after the season, and he is going to Charlotte, which won't be joining until 2022. But they are—they are—he uh, is Charlotte's third ever player. Sergio Ruiz and Riley McGree are the other two players. So I'm assuming he'll be loaned out somewhere uh, for the 2021 season. NYCFC is reportedly trying to sign Uruguayan youth international Santiago Rodriguez. He is uh, currently uh, in at Nacional Nacional uh, in um, uh, in South America, and uh, he was just playing in the Copa Libertadores actually. Uh, but he is apparently he's 20 years old. Uh, he can play center attacking mid or on the wings. Um, yeah, so we'll see how see how that works out for NYCFC and when that becomes official. 
Daryl DK for Orlando City SC. He's also just been in the U.S. men's camp. Is uh, apparently getting some interest from the Belgian club Club Bruges, which is also where uh, um, Ethan Horvath is uh, currently, who is the goalkeeper for Club Bruges and one of the U.S. men's national team goalkeepers. I'm not sure if this is a great place to go. I'm not sure if the Belgian league is really that much higher or higher at all than MLS. And uh, I mean, the only good thing is they would get him maybe on the radar over in Europe. He would be in the Champions League or Europa League at times. So it might be worth the shot, really, uh, for him. But he's barely played for Orlando at this point. You know, he just had his first uh, season uh, where he scored uh, eight goals with four assists, which is which is great. But uh, I would like to see him a little bit longer here in MLS and get to enjoy watching him for Orlando. You know, we don't really get much Belgian League games here in America uh, to watch. Greg Vanny is uh, rumored to go to LA Galaxy, and it seems like Grant Wall uh, yesterday night was saying that uh, LA Galaxy is finalizing the deal now to make Greg Vanny his uh, its next head coach. So uh, he's a former Galaxy player, like we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, he's only 46 years old at this point. He's coached Toronto FC to an MLS Cup, Supporter Shield. And Canadian Championship treble that was in 2017. Uh, he holds every coaching record in Toronto FC history. Uh, so, good pickup for Galaxy. They need somebody that's going to be consistent and uh, be able to turn them around uh, from where they are right now. Speaking of head coaching changes, Atlanta United. We talked about this before. Atlanta was rumored to be appointing Gabrielle Hines as their next head coach. Uh, he was a coach at Velez, uh, where he had uh, consecutively qualified them twice for the Copa Sudamericana. And uh, he is going to be Atlanta United's next head coach here. I think there was rumors before that he would be going there after Tata Martino, but they went with Frank DeBoer, so... He's only their third ever full-time uh, head coach in club history. And actually, both managers have won uh, trophies. Martino won the MLS Cup in 2018. Frank DeBoer won the U.S. Open Cup and Campionos Cup in 2019. Uh, but they parted ways right after MLS's back tournament. They weren't playing up to par. And now I feel like this is going to be a much better fit for Atlanta. And hopefully... Uh, be able to turn them back around as well. Definitely need, uh, you know, some, some. you know, when, when Atlanta's good, it, you know, it's going to be good for the league just for attendance issues once we get back to 2021, later 2021, when we can hopefully have fans back uh, fully. Uh... Like I said, we had an expansion draft, which was uh, for Austin FC... They have a heck of a coaching staff and front office here. They have, uh, they have um, Josh Wolf as the uh, as the head coach, former assistant for Ben Olsen at DC United. They have Claudio Reyna, Giovanni Reyna's father. Uh, he also used to be at NYCFC as a. Um, Executive, he's going over to Austin as well, 
and they're looking to sign two DPs. They already got one DP. Uh, they already got one designated player uh, as it stands right now, which is Cecilio Dominguez, a Paraguayan winger. Uh, he's been at loan right now at Club Guarani in his home country of Paraguay. Um, and also they have a Rodney Reds, who's also Reeds, who's another attacker that's going to be joining Austin FC. He's also been at that same club, Club Guarani, according to uh, MLSsoccer.com here. So they're going to be signing. So they're looking to sign some new DPS. They just signed defensive midfielder Alex Ring from NYCFC. So they have 12 players as it stands right now. They made some big trades before the expansion draft. Uh, as it stands now, they got Nick Lima uh, from uh, San Jose Earthquakes. So uh, that that's a pretty big one for them. They've been you know spending some money, making some trades, trading up some of that allocation money to get some great uh, great players here. Uh, LA Galaxy are in talks to sign defender Jorge Villafana from Portland Timbers. We'll see if that goes. Uh, Villafana did leave the Timbers uh, earlier, um, like 2015, after they won MLS Cup. And he has uh, he went to Santos Laguna, then he came back in 2018. And uh, he now might be leaving again. He's still only 31 years old. Staying with Cascadia here, Seattle Sounders are confirming that they are trying to extend Nicholas Ladero, or have confirmed that he has signed a contract extension here, so he's not going anywhere. Um, it definitely seems like uh, Brian Smetcher's deal is going to hopefully get done here. Um, Smetzer and Lagerway uh, have continually said that they both sides want to come to terms on an agreement that'll keep Smetzer in Seattle, uh, where he's been since the 2016 season when he took over midway and led them to their first ever MLS Cup when Ladero joined the league. Kevin Molino, star winger for the Minnesota for Minnesota United, uh, seems like he is going to be leaving. He posted on. His Instagram, goodbye Minnesota, you know, to everyone at Minnesota United, the owners, management, coaches, backroom staff, etc. Thank you for embracing me and showing me love for the last four years of my life. He was in Orlando when Adrian Heath was there. Heath brought him over to um, to Minnesota. It seems like he just wants to leave Minnesota. Head coach Adrian Heath noted last week, this is on MLSsoccer.com, Noted last week that the Loons, that's Minnesota United, offered Kevin Molino the maximum amount the club could offer. So he's either going to join another team or he's going to another league. I guess we'll see how that plays out. Austin FC, back to them. They traded the expansion draft pick that they had, Kamal Miller, to Montreal Impact. So that's another signing for the Impact there. And uh, that was like announced as soon as the expansion draft was over which we'll get into here a bit. Uh, they did draft Danny Hosen, which was a forward for San Jose Quakes. They went ahead and took him. They took Jared Stroud, a midfielder from the Red Bulls. Brady Scott, a goalkeeper from Nashville. Uh, and they signed, uh, <clears throat> like, like we just said, Kamal Miller, and he went uh, straight ahead to 
um, went ahead straight over to the uh, Montreal Impact, and they signed Joe Corona as well. They took him in the expansion draft, which was pretty uh, shocking there that uh, they were able to get him. I guess Galaxy left him unprotected. And uh, he's still, uh, he, he's actually 30 years old. He's close to my age now, but he's been around for a little bit. So let's go into uh, one last thing here. Aus Augustin Elma Elmandra is apparently going to follow Gabriel Hines to Atlanta United. So uh, he is apparently also been a lone target for Inter Miami this last season, but nothing ever materialized. He's an Argentine youth international that was also linked to New York City and L.A. And now it seems like that uh, Atlanta might be able to get him. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, could be a good pickup for Atlanta. Uh, Charlotte FC have named a team president, Nick Kelly. So uh, he was... He's going to be doing the oversee overseeing Charlotte's day to day business operations. Operations he has been six years with Anheuser uh, Busch, uh, so we'll see how that goes with uh, him taking over team presidency of a soccer team, Charlotte FC. There were rumors that Carlos Vela and Latif Blessing had transfer rumors going out. Latif Blessing was on the uh, was on the radar of Tigres. And uh, I don't see where it says here what Vela, um, oh, Club America here. But uh, they, they have turned that down. Uh, well, Bob Bradley has said that those are, there, there's nothing to those rumors. And uh, we'll see if that's true. You know, coaches usually always say that stuff. So we'll see if that is the case or if it's not the case. All right, the complete list of free agents for 2021 season. Remember, free agency just joined MLS very recently. They, to be eligible, they have to be 24 years of age or older. They have to have five MLS service years and are out of contract or have had their option declined. Um, there's no limit on the number of free agents a team may sign each year. So we'll see how it goes here. Uh, here is the list of the free agents, Juan Agadello. Uh, there's an option out there for Miami. I don't think they've turned it down, I guess. Uh, Fernando Adi from Columbus. He's out of contract. Uh, Fatai Alashi uh, from Columbus. He has an option out there. Osvaldo Alonso from Minnesota has an option out there. Mikey Ambrose from Miami has an option out there. It doesn't look like they've turned it Again, this is not very clear on this list here, but they're eligible. So I guess if they don't have the option picked up, they'll be uh, in some trouble there. Kyle Beckerman of Real Salt Lake, notable one here. He's out of contract. Michael Azira, uh, Chicago, out of contract. Former Seattle Sounder, former um, Charleston Battery player, actually. Uh, Joseph Bendick from Philadelphia, the goalkeeper, out of contract here. Matt Beasler, out of contract at Sporting Kansas City. David Bingham, out of contract at Galaxy. Emmanuel Boateng, uh, out of contract at Columbus. Uh, Aurelian Collin, out of contract at Philadelphia. Lauren Samant, out of contract in Toronto. Victor Cabrera, an option at Houston. Warren Carval has an option at Philadelphia. 
uh, or was declined an option. Cody Cropper at Houston. Uh, A.J. Delagarza, Chris Duvall, Dom Dwyer, Earl Edwards Jr. I think he actually just got signed by somebody, too. Roger Espinoza, Diego Fagundes, Maynor Figueroa, uh, Fish, uh, O'Neal Fisher at D.C. United, Waylon Francis, Bonek Garcia, Marlon Hairston, Jordan Hamilton, Jordan Harvey, LAFC, Federico Higuain in Miami, that's not Gonzalo, that's Federico. Eric Hurtado at Sporting Kansas City. Anthony Jackson Hamill from Montreal. Dijon Jakovic from LAFC. Hector Jimenez. Jovan Jones from Seattle. Kai Kamara at Minnesota. Perry Kitchen in LA. Jeff Laurentowitz from Atlanta. Uh, Kakuta Mane. Felipe Martins. Darren Maddox. James McLaughlin. Tommy McNamara. Jimmy Madranda, Brian Meredith, Kevin Molino, Freddie Montero, Justin Morrow, Luke Maholland, uh, Christian Nemeth, Lee Huen, Alvis Powell, Luis Robles, uh, Luis Robles, Andy Rose, Brian Rowe, Kellen Rowe, Michael Salazar, Richard Sanchez, CJ Sapong, Andrew, uh, Aaron Schoenfeld, Chris Seitz, Breck Shea, Seth Sinovic, Axel Soberg, uh, Brad Stuver, Andrew Tarbell. He was recently starring in Columbus uh, for when uh, Room, Eloy Room was out as goalkeeper. Eric Torres in Atlanta, Roman Torres in Seattle, Will Trapp, Kendall Waston, Chris Wondolowski, Bradley Wright Phillips, and Eric Zavaleta. So we'll see how that uh, that goes. There's lots of good quality on there, actually. Uh, so maybe some of these teams will be able to pick up uh, some of these free agents here because there's a lot of good ones available those were just listed all in uh, alphabetical order uh, not much to say about Americans abroad right now I I will say Weston McKinney just did win the U.S. Men's National Team Player of the Year Award uh, we also had uh, Christian Pulisic play uh, he started a game for Frank Lampard in Chelsea he is very effective on the left-hand side against Wolves, and they took him out and put him on the right-hand side and put Timo Werner on the left, and then he was not as effective on the right because he's not a right-winger, and uh, they lost. Chelsea lost. So uh, not, not much else to say there. Uh, we will catch you all next time. Don't forget we got LAFC versus Club America in the CONCACAF Champions League tonight on FS2 at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And, uh, hey, we'll be recapping some of those games if, uh, if LAFC continue going forward. And then we'll probably take a break from this show weekly until other big things happen once the CONCACAF Champions League is finished. And uh, that, that about wraps us up. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at Stateside Show. If you want to follow the main show on Twitter, at Stoppage, Time, uh, at Stoppage Show on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Stoppage Time Soccer Show. Email us at stoppagetimeshow at gmail.com. We are going to be doing a giveaway here. We have a Funko Pop here of Edison Cavani wearing his PSG jersey. We're going to be giving that away on Twitter, so make sure that you're following us on Twitter if you are interested in having a Edison Cavani Funko Pop uh, wearing his PSG Paris Saint-Germain uh, outfit here with a soccer ball. We also have another one that we're going to be giving away soon, Marco Verratti, wearing his PSG stuff. 
so make sure you're following us on there and keeping an eye out for those giveaways. Uh, hopefully we'll be doing a lot more of those as well. That is it. Have a great rest of your weekend. Have a great holiday. If I don't speak to you before December 25th, have a great holiday season and enjoy. Tomorrow throwing his body in. It's going to fall for Ibrahimovic. Oh, come on. Come on. Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show as we recap the U.S. men's national team, Americans Abroad, MLS, USL. This is Stateside Soccer Show presented by Stop It's Time Soccer Show. Have a good one.